Welcome to the official podcast of Skynet's Army Terminator Fans United, your podcast for everything Terminator. Hi, I'm your host, AJ, and if you like the Terminator movies, the television show, the video games, the comics, if you like walking around your house naked, pretending you're a time traveler, then this is the podcast for you. It's all Terminator, no exclusions. Welcome to the army. You have just been enlisted. So on today's episode, my original plan was to get into a discussion about The Terminator, the 1984 original science fiction classic film. And I was going to discuss my favorite moments and yours. But now I'm going to postpone that into a future podcast. Because I want to get into a little more about T2-3D Battle Across Time. That's right, that's the Universal Studios attraction in Orlando, Florida. The one that started it all that just closed this past Sunday. So I want to get a little more into that. And then I want to follow that up with um, some Terminator gaming. Yeah, I want to discuss briefly the uh, Terminator 2 official board game that's been proposed it's called t2029 and i have a big fear regarding that game and i'm going to get into it after the t2 3d discussion so thank you for joining us i'm glad you're listening and without further ado we'll be back So I want to spend a few extra minutes on T2-3D Battle Across Time. This is the Universal Studios Orlando, Florida attraction that opened in 1996 and sadly closed its doors forever this past Sunday. Now, I wasn't planning to discuss it in this week's episode. Definitely was not planning this. I felt I had properly eulogized it last week in last week's episode and I didn't need to address it again at least not this week. However, I changed my mind and I'm going to explain why. Uh, this past Sunday, the last day T2-3D was open to the public, SkynetsArmy.com posted this, this great article saying goodbye. And it had a little bit of everything. It had a link to our podcast um, and our eulogy for um, on episode two. It also had a um, interview, a brief interview with one of the cast members who played the T-1000. Actually, let me pump the brakes for a second here before I even continue this thought. Let me give you some inner workings of SkynetsArmy.com, some behind-the-scenes frustration that sometimes occur. Uh, we actually had a total different interview planned um, for the last day of T2-3D. We'd actually talked to a current cast member that is currently working at T23D and was probably acting the last show available to the public. And we asked this cast member plenty of questions, and this cast member gave us great responses as answers, and we were going to feature this on SkynetsArmy.com. However, suddenly the interview was shut down. And this is because of a um, NDA agreement between Universal Studios Theme Park and the actors they use. Now, this NDA stands for uh, Non-Disclosure Agreement. It means you can't talk. You can't talk about your job unless they give you approval. Now, it's not like 
we were asking for secretive information. We weren't asking for the secret sauce here, the ingredients to the secret sauce. We weren't asking for the inner workings of the show. How did the special effects work, the pyrotechnics? We want to steal this info. You know, how, how many uh, crew members do you have behind the scenes? What are the cast members' salaries? I mean, these were the questions. Our questions were emotional. They, you know, how long have you been working at T23D? What was the part or parts that you played? When did you hear that the ride was cr closing? And how did you feel about it? And how did the rest of the cast members take the news that T23D would close its doors forever. I mean, these were just emotional questions. But unfortunately, I was directed to Universal's media department and the whole thing was shut down. So I have the interview, but it's never going to see the light of day. So, um, but at the last minute, fortunately, Connor swooped in and saved the day. Now, Connor, he played the T-1000 for three years at T-23D. But he no longer worked at Universal Studios, so he's no longer um, bound by that uh, NDA agreement. And he was happy to discuss playing the T-1000, and he even was um, allowed us to share pictures of him in his T-1000 costume. So Connor was awesome. He's terrific. Thanks, Thanks a lot. You saved our butts. Um, but we finished that article um, with a um, fan's perspective on the closing of T2 3D. And then this article went live and was posted on our social media pages. And there was a lot of fan response. See, we're, we're family, right? And we, we could call this instead of Skynet's Army, Skynet's family. Terminator fans united. And the key word is united. I mean, we're a fan community, and it's great to be in a community of fans and friends that all feel the same way. We have the same highs and we have the same lows. And everyone was feeling the same lows and sad that T23D was finally closing its doors. So I felt personally that um, it shouldn't end with just one fan's perspective. It should end with a lot. So I'm going to take a few minutes of the podcast and pretty much read other Terminator fans' comments um, that they posted, their, their thoughts and feelings about T23D closing forever. So I hope you enjoy it. Hey guys, this is Datanode. I'm calling in from uh, the lobby area of Cyberdyne Systems at the T23D Battle Across Time attraction at Universal Orlando. Uh, it is October 7th. So today is the second to last day that uh, this attraction will be open, and I gotta admit, it's a little bit bittersweet. Um, I first came here uh, when it first opened in 96, and I'm very glad to at least have an opportunity to do this one last time. And uh, looks like it's about to start, so I'm gonna let you go. Thanks a lot. Data Node, you probably used the best word to describe the closing of T23D Battle Across Time. You used the word bitter sweet. And it's important here not just to focus on the bitter, but focus on the sweet. And for Terminator fans, including myself, to keep things in perspective. Because yeah, we're bitter. It sucks. T23D just closed its doors forever this past Sunday. Our favorite attraction at Universal Studios Orlando is gone and it's not coming back. And maybe, myself included, I took it for granted, thinking it was always going to be there. You know, when something hangs around for a very long time, you kind of sometimes take things for granted. And this ride was around for 21 years, and now it's gone. And that sucks. But it's important to remember the sweet aspect, too. 
And the sweet aspect is, this ride was around for 21 years. How great is that? And this ride wasn't, this attraction wasn't created by some hack. It was created by James freaking Cameron. And Arnold was back, and Robert was in it, and Linda Hamilton was in it, and Edward Furlong was in it. And it was a fantastic experience, and an extension of the Terminator franchise that we got for over two decades long. There are rides and attractions to Universal that don't even last half as long as that. So it's important to, re to remember the good with the bad. So Data Node, good call. Glad you called in. So now I'm going to spend the next few minutes reading and sharing the thoughts and feelings of our Terminator fan army in regards to T2 3D Battle Across Time closing. Now all of these were shared on our social media pages, so if you don't follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, please do. Um, we're going to start with Rory. Rory said, bye T2 3D. Sad to see you go. Evan, Evan just simply said goodbye. Probably in his best T800, T2 voice. Uh, now, this is great. Sean, Sean actually shared a picture of him and two buddies in front of the actual T2 3D sign. Um, all three of them are bowing their heads. All of them have their hands folded in front of them, and it looks like they're taking a moment of silence in honor of the closing of T2 3D. Oh, that's a great picture. Let's see what else we got. Um, here, we have Matthew, and Matthew said, I never get upset when a ride closes at Universal, but this one hits me in the childhood, mainly because T2 has been my favorite movie since I could walk. I'm glad I got to see this show when it was still freshly new and near the end of its run. Uh, great post, Matthew. Paul says, it won't be back. <laughs> it won't be back. All right, Paul, and that was creative. I got to give it to you. Um, let's see. Ryan. Ryan posted, don't be sad. This attraction had a great run. Ryan is absolutely right. Uh, he continues, hell, it's old enough to drink. Well, there you go. Now that uh, T2-3D has retired... <laughs> It could go to a local bar and have a beer. Uh, Peter, he says it had a spectacular run. Now the ride must be immortalized on Blu-ray, just like the Back to the Future ride. Uh, we, there's nothing more than we would love to have T2 3D um, included on a Blu-ray, either as a supplement to a bigger Terminator film or... On its own disc, full of uh, commercials and documentaries and everything, and and the the entire attraction, everything related to T two three D Battle Cross Time, we would love that. Do we think that's going to happen? No, I personally doubt it because they have that Japan attraction still running, and as long as that's still running and doesn't close down, I don't think they're going to go ahead and put the attraction on Blu-ray and make it accessible via home video, because then it might prohibit people from actually traveling to Japan and going to see the attraction themselves. Why do that when you can watch it at home, maybe even on your 3D television? So I think, unfortunately, um, we're not going to see that release until 
the um, Japan Rides closes. I may be wrong, but um, I think that's the way it's going to go down. Let's see what else do we have. Um, oh, we got Mark. Mark said, the best 3D show ever. Took the family to both Hollywood and Florida shows every summer for five years. The show was awesome. Uh, Derek said, I was lucky enough to see this at least 20 times in the last 20 years. We would go to Universal every couple of years, and this would always be the first attraction to watch. Mark said, my opinion, it was the best show at Universal Florida. We agree, Mark. What else do we have here? Let me see. Let me see. Ah, uh, Candy says, would have liked to have gone there. Would have liked to have gone there. Um, yeah, unfortunately, we do realize there's a lot of Terminator fans that um, never saw T2 3D Battle Across Time, either based on the location they live, uh, financial means, family, personal reasons. So we really feel bad for the uh, Terminator fans that never saw this show. Definitely. What else? You know what? Let's close it out with Chris. Chris says, so long, show ride. It's been an honor to have you like a family. And we agree. T2 3D Battle Across Time was like a family member. And it's very hard to say goodbye. But even though we only had this family member for 21 years, we definitely loved a lifetime's worth. Goodbye, T2 3D. So now I want to talk about T2029 and my fear about this project. Now, T2029 is a proposed, officially licensed Terminator 2 Judgment Day board game, the tabletop game. This um, proposed game launched on Kickstarter, I believe, a couple of weeks ago. Now, anyone who's not familiar with Kickstarter, Kickstarter is a crowdfunding platform where someone, a company, or an individual can take an idea, bring it to Kickstarter, and hopefully raise money to bring that idea to life, to bring that idea, that project to fruition. And that's what Rule & Make is trying to do with this T2029 T2 board game. Now, Rule & Make is a game-making company, and they have made games for a while now. I think they have successfully created over a half dozen board games that were launched on Kickstarter. Now, their latest game here, they exclusively obtained the license for Terminator 2 Judgment Day board games. And their latest proposal is a T2 game. Now, this game looks really, really cool, and let me explain why. First, it takes place in the future. It'd be a lot of fun to relive the events of Terminator 2 Judgment Day. You know, maybe go through the canal, maybe go through uh, and do a chase there, maybe go through the Galleria. But what uh, Rule and Make did here is they actually uh, made the game a prequel to Terminator 2 Judgment Day, where everything is in the future and you have to uh, defeat Skynet and you have to protect John Connor and you have to capture and reprogram a T-800 so you can send that T-800 back into time to protect the young John Connor and allow the events of T-2 to happen. It's just a fantastic premise. But what my favorite thing is, personally, my favorite thing is, is you don't play against players. You play with other players and you're on the same team. I mean, how many board games 
I can't, I can't even think. I, I, I would imagine maybe every board game I've played, if you play with another player, they're, all, they're always playing against you. They're always an adversary. But in this game, in T2029, it's co-op play. It's cooperative play. So if you're playing with one player, two players, even three players, you're all playing on the same side trying to defeat Skynet. How cool is that? Trying to protect John Connor. And you even have like specialized skills. They have this like uh, tech card or you could be a medic or you could be a troop leader and you all work together. And I love this idea. But my biggest fear here is this game is not going to see the light of day that this game is not going to be funded and what i mean is when it launched a couple weeks ago boy did this game start hot out of the gate and i think it really quickly got over 50 percent funded now mind you it needs to be 100 percent funded for this game to be made and i think it stalled around 65 percent i've been checking in off and on for the last week and it just stalled at 65%. And I really have a fear that T2029 is not going to be 100% funded. And I'm like, oh no, I want to play this game and I'm not going to be able to play this game. Now, I'm never going to tell Terminator fans how to spend their money. Not at all. But I'm just hoping upon hope that we can... Uh, that this game gets funded. Maybe some rich tycoon is listening to this podcast and he says, you know what, I'll, I'll front the rest of the money because <laughs> I really want to play this game. And, you know, earlier in the year, there was a, another board game that was uh, 100% funded on Kickstarter for the original Terminator. And that game, I believe, is shipping towards the end of the year. And wouldn't it be great when we get our The Terminator official board game where we'll have another Terminator 2 official board game to complement it. But that will only happen if T2029 gets funded. I'm crossing my fingers. Hopefully, hopefully it will happen. I want to play this game. And, uh, but who knows, right? There is no fate but what we make for ourselves. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it gets funded. If you want to learn more about the T2029 game, and where to help support it, you can find links on skynetsarmy.com, skynetsarmy.net. Well, that about does it. This is the conclusion of Episode 3. We would like to thank you for listening to the official podcast of Skynet's Army Terminator Fans United. Remember, this podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Anchor app. And if you would like to call into this show, you could do so using the Anchor app. And for all the latest Terminator fan news and information, be sure to visit our website, skynetsarmy.com, skynetsarmy.net, and follow us on our social media pages. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. This is your host, AJ, and until next time, we'll be back.